0: Welcome to The Life Podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, there's nothing like motherhood that is tested the mind knowledge of how loved I am, which is really the premise as to why we chose that theme, you are so loved. Because motherhood challenges the fact that people say I'm loved, people can express that in a card, they can do things for me, but motherhood has tested what I know here and what I know Here, and I'm sure that I'm in a room with people, or there are people watching this service that could experience the same thing. I mean, maybe there are women here whose kids have said to them, Do you know what? If so and so's mum lets them do it, why don't you? Or even to the point of, I wish so and so was actually my mum, and even So that in anger, I'm sure there have been some parents here who've experienced a child lashing out and saying, I actually hate you. And it's not only what mums or kids would say to their mum. As a mum, there's a lot of mum shaming that goes on in this society. How many times do you see something, hear something, read something, someone says to you, you're a bad mum if you do this. And then the very next breath, you're a bad mum if you don't do this. And I remember when uh, we had our first baby, I uh, was only able to breastfeed for six weeks. So I made it to six weeks and by doctor's orders, I was told, there is no way you can continue this, you need to put this child on the bottle. And I had a very supportive husband and a very supportive doctor and so that was the journey and I remember being pregnant with my second child. And a lady came up to me and she said, I've been praying for you in this pregnancy. And I was like, I was so chuffed. I said, oh, thank you so much. And then she finished with, so that you could breastfeed and not be such a failure with this one. I thought, like, okay, thank you. Didn't think I was a failure, but now I've got to go do some dealing. Plus there's the thoughts that you and I actually, what we say to ourselves. So there's nothing like motherhood that can actually challenge the fact that we feel we are so loved. But I'm understanding that it's not just motherhood. Every relationship, anything that we engage in relationship, there's an opportunity for us to walk away with that feeling of we're not loved. So this morning's message, I just thought I want to take some time to be able to remind everybody in the room that you are loved. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say she's talking to you. You're loved. Now turn to your second choice and say she's talking to you too. You also are loved. The Bible puts it this way in John 3:16 and says, "Hey, hey, hey. Mama's talking." <laughs> John 3:16 says this, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And I just want to let you know that in my 38 years of being a Christian, I've never actually questioned the fact that God loves the world. I mean, you look at creation. You look at the beautiful uh, sunrises we have, the sunsets, the fact that we have air to breathe, we have new days. Creation is amazing. There's not just one flower. There's millions of different types of flowers and the same. with it. God loves the world. But I don't know if you're like me, there have been moments, there have been times when I've questioned God to say, but God, I know you love the world, but do you love me? And I'm sure that there are people in this room who've probably felt the same and said the same. And here's the truth. God does love you. But if we're feeling that way and thinking that way, it could have something to do with how we're thinking about what love is. Because there's lots of different types of love. Let me explain it this way. There's a love that loves because the object is valuable. It's the most actually the most common type of love. You love something because it's valuable, and often it's valuable because you've worked so hard for it. So maybe you've been blessed, you've had this opportunity to buy your very first home. I mean, you love that home. Why do you love that home? It might not be perfect, but you love it because you know that blood, sweat and tears, what you've done to be able to invest in that, it's valuable to you. Maybe you're here and you, you know what, you've actually bought yourself a new Mimco handbag. It's like you love that Mimco handbag because you know what you paid for that Mimco handbag. Your husband, on the other hand, may not know, but you know. And so that Mimco handbag is valuable to you. Or perhaps young person here, you've got some new kicks You're just like, I don't even know what new ones are. Air Force Ones? I don't know. You have saved and saved. I would have said Air Jordan, but that's really showing how old I am. You saved and saved. You've foregone McDonald's after youth so that you could put that money into the account so you could get these kicks. You've worked extra shifts so that you can put them on and you can say, look how fly I look. Maybe there's an outfit. Did I use the right word? Oh, Cool. She's old, but she's got it. Um, maybe you've got an outfit that you've bought and you're like, you know what? It's valuable. because I love this outfit. Why? Because of the comments and the things that people have said about me. So there's a love that is uh, loves because the object is valuable. But there's another kind of love and it's a love that gives value To the object. It's a love that doesn't love because the object is valuable, it's a love that gives value to that object. Let me explain it this way I'm sure most of you growing up had a favourite childhood toy. I'm th- as I say it, I'm sure it's just popped up in your head. You're thinking of that toy. It might be a stuffed animal, could be a doll, could be an action figure. Hey, it might have been a car or you may have even had a blankie. Not really a toy, but if your mum let you believe it's a toy, clever mum. But you obviously had something that you uh, valued and loved that you grew up with. And you can see it right now, and I guarantee... Most of us in the room have, raise your hands if you right now, you're like, yep, I know the toy you're talking about. I know the thing that you're saying. Awesome. I'm going to guess that you gave it a name, that you called it something. It could have been Jerry the giraffe. It could have been Ella the elephant. It might have been Bob the builder. Who knew? <laughs> but I also want to guess that that toy wasn't perfect. Perfect. I'm sure that after you've dragged it through the playground, after you've taken it to the bathroom with you, you've taken it to bed, you've chewed on it, you've done whatever you did with that toy, I bet it was grubby. I bet it potentially could have had things missing. How many of their toys had missing eyes, maybe missing limbs, whole like stitching where it's come undone and the stuffing's out and you're trying to shove it back in. It wasn't perfect. It was flawed. But despite the fact that your childhood toy was flawed, you loved it anyway. And I want to demonstrate that in such a way. I have here with me our youngest child, Bailey, who is now 16. This is one of her favourite childhood toys. Everybody meet Uni the Unicorn. Yes, we're very creative in the Rainbow family. Jerry the giraffe is our snowy, the snow leopard, you got it. We've got Uni the unicorn. Now, as BJ has grown, she is 16 now, and I do have permission to share this, so I'm not shaming her. Um, As she's grown, we've gone through stages where we've culled some of her... Uh, soft toy collection, because she had a lot of them. And it's like, you know what, we need to have room. I've got a photo, and I couldn't find it, of her bed. is full of soft toys, but she's in the middle of it, and you can't tell she's there. It's kind of that E.T. moment, if anyone's ever seen E.T. Anyway, so as the years go by, we've had opportunity to cull some of her toys. Somehow, Uni has always made the cut. He's always, or she, has always made the cut. And uh, recently we moved houses. And when we moved houses, we had the opportunity, we had to downsize because we, you know, we've gone from a big family home to just the three of us. And so I thought, here's my opportunity. It's like, right, we're going to get rid of this stuff. Well, she would not get rid of uni. Uni has made its way all the way to Semaphore. And I've had conversations where I'm like, this thing is disgusting. <laughs> like, I don't know what's living in it. Like you've been sleeping on it. There could be all sorts of nasties in this thing. And whatever I say, whatever I've done, I have not been able to convince her to give uni up. And why is that? That's because BJ loves uni. She doesn't care that I think it's disgusting. She doesn't care that I think it's silly. She doesn't care that I think it's useless. Now, now look at uni. She does it, she she's not expensive, she's not top quality, it's not like she's a collector's item. She doesn't even do anything. I mean, Geordie had a Lala, at least if you rolled over on bed on it, went, ooh, lala, you know. <laughs> to me, uni's useless. And I say to BJ, she's useless. And BJ says, I don't care, she's my useless. And I love my useless. And here's what I want us to get today. I don't know what somebody has said to you. I don't know what somebody's declared over you. I don't know what your kids maybe have said to you, your parents. I don't know what a boss has said to you. I don't even know what you're saying to yourself. But this is what I want you to catch. God loves you exactly how BJ loves uni. Can I just throw that to you, Crystal? Thank you. He says it this way in Romans 5, eight. God demonstrates His love for you that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You and I are like God's unis. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us without boundary. He knows us intimately. He knows all about us. He knows whether we pop off in public or not. He knows the things that we try to keep hidden. He knows the things that we would die if others knew about it. He knows all that stuff. And yet God says, I love you. Here's the mind-blowing truth this morning. God doesn't love you because you're worthy. God's love makes you worthy. And the good news continues to only get better. I love the fact that God didn't just stand in heaven and shout His love from us to us from up in heaven, but He came down to earth and demonstrated and showed His love for us. 1 John 4 verses 9 to 12 says this, This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and His love is made complete in us. You know what? There's just two things I want to leave you with this morning in my short time. About how, what, how should we then respond to a love that makes us worthy? And the first thing is this, simply this. We just need to receive it. Yeah. Simply receive God's love. For some of you, that could be the fact that actually, for the very first time, would you take a risk and believe that God is real, that He's there, yeah. that He's waiting, that He wants to do life with you? Why don't you invite Him in say, God, If you're real, I want to receive your love this morning. For others of us, maybe Christians who've been around for a long time, we've got to start relaxing in God's love. Here's the thing about God's love is you can't earn it. There's not a thing you can do. Uni is disgusting in my thoughts. I'm like, I I don't know what Uni has done that BJ would love Uni so much. But she does. And that's a great picture of God. Uni did nothing. It's just Bailey loves her like we unconditionally. And it's exactly the same for you and I. You cannot do anything to earn God's love. He loves you anyway. And also remember this, not only can you not earn it, you just have to receive it, but you can't deny it. Just because you don't feel like God loves you doesn't mean it's true. I mean, today is a beautiful sunny day. We got up and the sun is shining, but there's been plenty of days when the sun has been hidden behind the clouds. But is the sun still there? Yeah, we still have the benefit of its light and its warmth. It's still there. Just because I can't see it does not deny its existence. And we have to sit back and relax and receive God's love to say, actually, I might not feel it, but I know it to be true. You love me. And then the second thing, We need to do, and I'm going to ask the band to come on up. Is that we need to respond with God's love. Verse 11 went on to say, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Do you know that God's love is not designed to stop with you? We're to receive it so that we can give it away. If you, here's my secret this morning: if you really want to experience fully the love of God, then choose to love others. You and I are God's unis. We're His disgusting, flawed, just didn't get it right ragdoll toys and i don't say toys as in derogatory i'm just saying as a, an analogy there that's who we are to god but here's the kicker we're his and he loves us god's love god doesn't love us because we are worthy his love makes us worthy so my mother's day encouragement to each and every one of us in the room mum dad every individual woman Child, man, receive God's love this morning. Then respond with His love. And no matter what you've heard, no matter what's been said over you, no matter what your experience is, remember this, God loves you. Church this morning, remember this, you are loved so you can Love and I just love the opportunity to pray the truth of that message over every heart here this morning before we go into our baby dedication. So, won't you join me by closing your eyes? Father, I just thank you that there's nothing any of us can do to earn your love, that it's a free gift given to us because Jesus came and expressed His love for us. And I pray right now that every man, woman and child in this room would have a fresh revelation of their worth because of Your love and not because of the love, because of their worth. And I pray right now that every heart would be set free from trying to earn Your favour to sit back and relax and enjoy the truth that Your love has made us worthy. Amen. Amen.